here in the cottage, gonna podcast a little bit. We're eating lunch currently, or finishing up lunch. At we'll, 3.08? Well, is it, th- oh my gosh, it's 3 o'clock already. Alright, we're having an afternoon snack. Decided to podcast. Bro, I just got out of an incredible spiritual direction session. It was so good. You want to talk about it on the podcast? No, that's... Oh, oh, you're, we're just bantering. We're just talking. Well, no, I kind of wanted to, to, talk, to talk about spiritual direction. Ooh. When did you first hear about spiritual direction? I think I was younger than most. I think I was 18. Really? At U of I. This little Italian nun. Well, you know, you in college, uh, you're like your first day, they pass out like a piece of paper that says, what are you interested in? What's your name? You oh, know, yeah. Where do you live on campus? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to sign up for like a Bible study. So I did that. And then one of the other options was spiritual direction. Mm. Well, just taking that at face value. I was like, yeah, sure. I'd like spiritual direction. So I checked that off and this little... Uh, Italian nun comes and calls me and she said I'm Sister Loredana I'm reaching out to you because you said you want spiritual direction and I was like yeah so we met and she taught me how to pray whoa that's she awesome basically gave me a book called In Conversation with God and she let me have it in a couple weeks the Escriva book? Francis Fernandez oh yeah, it's basically a meditation on the daily readings and the virtues and moral life. She gave you all the volumes? No, no, no. Just one volume. Oh, there are okay. six or seven volumes. Yeah. Yeah, and then we meet and talk about it. That was a great story. Thank you. Wasn't it? Yeah. When did know. you first hear about spiritual fiction? Me? I don't remember. Sometime in college. Um, and it was really popular. Um, and I think the, the priest, his name was Father Brian Brownsey. He's in the Diocese of Peoria and is helping out at, at the Newman Center at U of I. He was explaining how it's become more popular over the past like 10 years, especially with young people. But anyway, yeah, I just got out of spiritual direction. We usually meet Father... Can I say his name? Would you give out your, this name of your spiritual director? Yeah, I guess it's, it should be anonymous. Anyway, Father... Uh, he's on the south side, like way south side, not like south side city, but south side, south side, or like Palos Heights, Orland Park, even further down. And he's in this parish that is like in the woods. And so I feel like I'm going far away, like on a journey to like discover the meaning of life every time I go down there. You should walk. I should walk, like do a pilgrimage one time. But anyway, I wanted to talk about it because... How do you explain spiritual direction to someone who has never really heard of it or has never experienced it but wants to grow more in their faith? The purpose is to help, to get help to understand what God is saying to them in prayer. So God is, we believe that God is always talking to us and in prayer we give ourselves the ability, the time to listen to him. And then it's not so much that God needs the spiritual director but it's more so that the directee needs this director to help them okay that's how i would begin but how about you well the way i always explain it is in the context of the scripture in in the context of the walk to emmaus 
Like the first thing I do if I meet with a new spiritual directee is I explain the walk to a man, so we do a little Lexio. The best way that I can describe spiritual direction is the walk to Emmaus. It's Luke chapter 24. Yeah? Yes! I was going to say 23, but then you said the four, so. In Luke 24, Jesus died, he is risen, and he walks on the road with two people. So they're walking to Emmaus, and Jesus is walking with them along the way. As he is walking, he begins to slowly reveal through their conversation, through their sharing, whatever they talked about, he starts revealing to them like the truth of the scriptures and a deeper knowledge of the scriptures and just of who God is. And so as they're walking, they finally get to Emmaus, they invite Jesus into their home, and they have a meal together. And they realize who Jesus is in the breaking of the bread. And then Jesus vanishes. And it's like the ultimate mic drop. That's, I guess, the way I see spiritual direction. You are walking on a road with someone, talking about the Lord and his will for you. But like the Lord is there. The Holy Spirit is there walking with you. And the further and further you get in your conversation as you're walking down the road, the more and more Jesus is revealed to you. And so at least that's the way that I try to kind of model spiritual direction, even though I have not been formally trained. That is just, yeah, it's walking with the Lord. And ultimately, especially in in my spiritual direction sessions, like the Eucharist is really important that my directees should need to be doing adoration and receiving the Lord on a regular basis because he is revealed in the breaking of the bread. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts? Oh my, so many thoughts. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I think, yeah, people should have spiritual conversations, spiritual friends. And spiritual action is certainly um, one of those avenues. So, yeah. I was originally going to talk about Christmas, but like literally 10 minutes ago, I got out of spiritual direction. I'm like on a spiritual direction high right now. Yeah, I don't know if people, I don't know if you can share maybe like the benefits then of having like a, one of these spiritual friends who have the capacity to direct you and help you to, as you were mentioning, yeah, just feel the power of the Holy Spirit. That's it. You, that, that through spiritual direction, you you feel you. I shouldn't say feel, but you know you know that God is loving on you. That you know that the Holy Spirit is present in every circumstance. Like there's something really special about spiritual direction where. You reveal your heart in the deepest ways, just as in confession, you reveal your heart in a deeper way than you would in any other time of your life. In spiritual direction, you share your, your heart with the director and through that vulnerability and through that just completely, yeah, through that vulnerability, the Lord can work through you so well and through the spiritual director so well. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm just not like a, a high right now. You're high right now. Oh my God, it's full on. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. All right, you're putting words into my mouth. So no, no, it's a good high. It's a good high. It's a Holy Spirit high. Any shout outs? What is it like, bake your priest cookies day? Who is that? Who are we shouting out? Uh, almost everybody in the parish. Shout out to the twos. Shout out to Sue Case. Shout out to... 
Marianne Zulawinski. Yes, thank you so much for She's that She's celebrating dinner. a birthday. Because of the virus, we're unable to sit down at the table and share a birthday meal on my birthday. I'm presenting you with a meal which you can easily put together. Nice. And she gave us these instructions and she even gave us like chocolate popcorn, our own bag of chocolate popcorn. Oh, Marianne. Marianne thank hooked you. it. Happy up. birthday, Marianne. Yeah, amen. Amen. Who else are we shouting out? Shout, shout out to Dally Pointer for basically evangelizing to Park Ridge. Nice. Well, that is her job, isn't it? Director of Evangelization. Yeah. So I shouldn't shout her out because that she's just doing her okay, job. Okay, fine. Come on! She's fine. bringing Jesus to so many people. So just make shout a, out to Dolly. Who make is, it short. <laughs> shout out to Dolly who is bringing Jesus to so many people and, and really being the heart of the evangelization effort at Mary Seed of Wisdom. Let's shout out all the people who have um, sent us Christmas cards. Yes. Their families on it. Yes. And their dogs. Why is everyone, hats. everyone looks like they have the perfect family? They do. I really want to see a Christmas card picture where, <laughs> like, there's there's chaos. Or there's, you know, like, no one's shirts are untucked. Or you're just wearing, like, a t-shirt. Or, you know, like, the imperfection of the family. That would be hilarious. Christmas card pictures are so perfect that, is that truly what the family is yeah i don't know i don't know yeah. maybe maybe there's park ridge is filled with perfect families maybe that's that's what's going on but we love the we love the christmas card pictures amen so thank you i'm saying amen a lot you are you say so i'll say amen so <laughs> amen <laughs> so amen, amen. Shout out to uh, having an amazing parish that signs up for a mass that was just added for Christmas <laughs> in like 24 hours. Yeah, that's insane. Oh man. That's insane. Like it booked within like 10 hours or something like that. It was insane. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer though. It is, it is, but People... it just shows the desire for Jesus. So keep being good. Keep listening. Stay on the nice list. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.